Today's podcast episode is sponsored by Activate, an online learning platform for women of faith in business who need additional support and accountability. We host monthly workshops, masterclasses, tutorials, and everything you need to increase your impact, scale your business, and strengthen your brand messaging. If you're interested in signing up, go to blackgirlswithpurposepodcast.com forward slash activate and you'll receive your first two weeks for free. I can't wait to see you inside the Activate community. Shay Bynes is a passionate storyteller, teacher, and mentor whose life and business were completely transformed through the power of encountering the unrelenting love of God. She is the founder and chief fire igniter of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, where she inspires, teaches, and mentors Christian entrepreneurs who desire to be led by God in their business so they can experience his best and have a greater kingdom impact in the marketplace. So if y'all see those kingdom-driven entrepreneur hashtags, that's where this movement started. Shay actually has other books that talk all about how to invite God into your business. And I read her book, Grace Over Grind, last year and actually reached out to her then about having her on at on the podcast as a guest, but we know that God does everything in his perfect timing and the series that I was planning on having her talk about ended up getting pushed back. And so I am so excited to introduce her to some of you. I know that there are many of you who are also listeners to the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur podcast that you follow her on Instagram, Um, but she is just such a light. She is so easy to talk to. And like I said about Patrice Washington, she truly is a woman of integrity. You felt like you, you, when you talk to her, you feel like you're talking with a friend and not someone who runs this highly successful um, company. And so I hope that you will be encouraged by her testimony. Uh, One of the things that I took away from our talk together was just how you have to be flexible when it comes to the things of God. And you have to understand that he does everything perfectly. And that when things don't happen the way that you thought, or you, you make connections and they don't pan out the way that that you felt like they should, you have to understand that he is always working. And so I hope that you will thoroughly enjoy this podcast interview with Shay. Make sure you share it with the members of your community. And without further ado, let me introduce you to Shay. Thanks so much for listening. Walking fearlessly in the direction of your dreams. Always using your magic and your mind to read. Don't make your own way and to live up with your purpose. I am loyalty. I have shared our formal, uh, your former, formal bio with our audience, but I always like to have our guests share something that people might not read on their bio or in your case, on the back of your book. So just tell a little bit more about Shay Bynes. Like who is Shay Bynes? Sure. So I, I like to tell people first that I'm a passionate storyteller mm-hmm. and they know that first it helps them understand why I have to give like all the context. Yes. Context is so important, you know. But I'm also a mom of three from toddler to college age. My husband and I have been together since we were 16 years old. So I'm a very happily Whoa. married wife, 20 years. And I just love God and I love his people. And I've been having the most amazing adventure of my life for the last mm. seven years since this assignment of doing mm. Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. So I'm happy to be here and look forward to seeing what we get to explore in this chat. Yes, yes. I uh, 
I love that you started with being a storyteller because that is that's the reason why I got into journalism is the reason why I ended up uh, starting black girls of purpose and starting the podcast. And ironically I started it cause I was having these conversations with women and I was interviewing them for what was our blog at the time. And one of my friends was like, girl, these conversations are too good for you to just be typing them. You know, you really should be <laughs> sharing them with people. I said, yeah, that's true. I mean, I can't, I could type out, she laughed, you know, but it's not the same. (laughs) So uh, I just want, I really wanted people to feel like they were more involved. Like it it was the three of us having conversation over, you know, coffee or tea or whatever the case may be. And it's funny because I was just telling another friend the other day, you know, I set out to make the podcast about telling women's stories. And then when I started it, God was like, actually, we're going to do weekly Bible studies. And I was like, God, wait, um, okay like (laughs) cool so he'll switch it up on you he will and that you know we talked about that offline i create questions i'm like okay god i think this is what we're gonna say he's like girl that's cute but actually what's gonna happen is you know and i feel like even in the in light of all of the stuff that we're experiencing right now with the coronavirus god is showing like he don't care about your plans boo that's cute and that's nice And, you know, appreciate the effort, but at the end of the day, like a scripture that has guided my life since I had my first son is the scripture in Proverbs that says, a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Like you can say, okay, God, this, these are my goals. This is my, you know, it's the revenue pass I'm planning for myself. But at the end of the day, he has to give you the grace to, to do those things. And when he doesn't, you know, you do have a moment where you kind of step back and you say, okay, God, this worked really well in one season and it doesn't seem to be working well anymore so like what's going on with that yes so if we just stay with him and be led by him and partner with him yeah and it's not that we eliminate all of those things but we reduce the number of times that we end up way over here on the far Mm -hmm. right Absolutely. 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 But that's really, that's how I ended up reaching out to you. And I actually reached out to you last year about coming on and just sharing about your book, Grace Over Grind, because I read it I mean, you, you, we know that God is intentional and I honestly can't even tell you how I ended up coming across your book, but I just remember reading it and being like, oh my gosh, this is like the answer to everything. And, you know, my listeners know that God used my children to slow me down because I was on this path of, okay, like I wrote this book and I'm going to be a speaker and all these things. And honestly, it got into a place where I forgot that this was a, first and foremost a ministry And God was like, okay, let's pump the brakes. Like you have gotten so much to the hustle and so self-reliant that you forgot this is something that I gave to you. And so, you know, how do you navigate those kinds of spaces where you feel like this is the path that God has given you, but then it seems like he's pumping the brakes. Like, how do you get through that? Well, you know, I'm to the point now where I truly have an appreciation for the pace Mm. of grace. So because I've gone through seasons, Kingdom Driven LLC, which is the company for Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, mm-hmm. is seven years old. In the beginning stages, it was a very slight, felt like just slow crawl. In fact, when we first launched, it felt really fast. Mm-hmm. And then about a year in, then it was like this slow crawl. Mm-hmm. And in fact, there was a disruption. And I remember it. So I remember this so vividly because mm-hmm. we were on this path of, uh, we didn't really have a lot of clarity around what we we're doing. I do have a co-founder. She's not involved in operations anymore. But mm-hmm. we, we were really just like, we had no vision beyond like mm-hmm. a day or two, 
mm-hmm. or three. Mm-hmm. And so in the process of that, us doing just the best things that we knew mm-hmm. how, as we believed he was showing us about a year in, I remember this like it was yesterday. It was like we were in the middle of doing like our third virtual conference mm-hmm. and we used to have all these registrations and all of a sudden it was like one registration for a virtual event, wow. one registration. And we're like, that's weird. We were, everything was going fine. Yeah. And now all of a sudden there's this serious disruption. Like it got our attention type of disruption. Mm-hmm. Like something is not right. Cause this mm-hmm. is the same. We're just growing in this thing, the same right. thing we've been talking about, but right. now it's like, what's going on? So we had to stop and we were like, we're going to go pray. And we're going to figure out what's going on here. We're just going to stop this. We're going to cancel mm-hmm. this. We're going to cancel this mm-hmm. event. And we're going to pray and see what's going on. And in that time of prayer, that's when God completely shifted. It was like, it was like a moment of clarity around what our true assignment was. Mm-hmm. We had started, we were doing the best we could, but we were teaching people like the nuts and bolts of business building. Mm-hmm. And then on the side, we were like, oh, and this is what it means to be a kingdom-driven entrepreneur. But then we were teaching just like, oh, and here's how you do your marketing. Here's, and that's not mm-hmm. what our assignment was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know that. So we were kind of doing our assignment on the podcast side. Mm-hmm. But then in the teaching side, because we didn't know how to, you know, Blame how does that even two. make money? Like we, yeah. we could make sense in our minds yeah. of how that flowed there and he put a abrupt stop mm-hmm. and so that was the first time i'd ever had like an abrupt like this is not this is not working mm-hmm. like there's something i need to get your attention on yeah now he hasn't done things nearly that dramatic since um and so yeah, like, thank the like, lord a little bit <laughs> right like you know it's but in that but i remember in that and it was i was so grateful for that because it was that moment of clarity that helped us to pivot but then mm. after that, it was like a slow crawl. It was mm-hmm. always progress, but it was slow yeah. progress. But I have such an appreciation for that because what God's doing in the midst of that is he's preparing you. Mm-hmm. And there were so, there's so many things that I can think back in the, let's say, our three hardest years that... I can go back and dig so much gold out of those three years mm-hmm. because there was aspects of God's there was aspects of God's nature and character that I had not experienced before that I experienced mm-hmm. in those three years that I needed to experience. Yeah. Especially who God is as provider for real. Like so now when I say God is the source, everything and everyone else is a resource. I'm not just talking I'm not just saying it because I read it in a book somewhere. I'm saying it because it is the revelation of my heart because I know it in the core of my being because yeah. I have seen and experienced him as my source when nothing, everything that I thought was the source, even though I wouldn't have said that, mm-hmm. were actually really resources. Yeah. Really everything came from the source. So there's, and that's just only one lesson. I got plenty of others too. But there was so much gold that, that I can pull. In retrospect, I didn't necessarily appreciate all the gold at the time. Let's be yeah. real. I still had joy. I still had peace. Yeah. But, you know, but, it's, but at the same time, I didn't have as the appreciation comes in, usually in hindsight. Right. Where you're right. like, wow, I can see how that was so necessary mm-hmm. for today. Mm-hmm. And so I have such an appreciation now for the seasons of the slowdown hold on. I have something else I want to show you. No, not quite that direction. Let's pivot over in this direction. I have such an appreciation for that because I've seen the fruit of just being willing, obedient, flexible, and surrendered to, to those shifts yeah. and to that process and to the, the pace. Because pace today is way faster than it was mm-hmm. then. 
And so, but now there's grace for this pace. And if I didn't experience all of those things, I might've ended up, I would have written a book called Grace Over Grind, but I would have been grinding in the season of acceleration mm-hmm. because I'd be feeling like I have to hold this thing in my own strength. Mm-hmm. But I don't because I have a revelation of what I actually wrote in that book. Mm-hmm. And so in this period of acceleration, I can still do that by his grace. Yeah. And I love that you spoke about that because even as you were talking, you know, God has, I mean, so much of what you're saying kind of aligns with where we've been when Black Girls of Purpose, where I'm like, God, you know, I know this is the assignment, right? Because, and even for, for, for us, it, it, it hasn't been a moment of him being like, no, you're going the wrong direction. And I'm, I'm quick to be like, Lord, if you want me to put this down, tell me. And he's like, no, stick with it. And I, I tell people when my husband and I, before my husband and I got married, when we were dating, I would always pray like, Lord, if this is not my husband, let me know. And he was like, that's him. And I said, God, you know, I just want to make doubly sure that this is my guy. So if it's not him. But I prayed that, but I would only pray that when things were, when there was tension, right? Because I had prayed that prayer before with guys and was like, God, if this is not my husband, let me know. And God would say, that's not your husband. And I'd be like, Lord, I'm not really sure if this is you. So I'm going to just stay in this relationship a little bit longer until you just confirmed your word, right? <laughs> but it just, it, 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 we pray for the answers, right? And so when we're ready, usually when we're ready to quit, that's those are the kinds of prayers we pray. And so with Black Girls of Purpose, I find myself sometimes being like, Lord, if this was for a season and that season is up, you let me know. Or, you know, the, the bank account gets low. And so you're like, God, if I need to be doing something else, let me know. And every time I go to his word, is he brings me to scriptures like Isaiah 40 talking about, okay, those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount with wings as eagles, or he'll bring me uh, to Psalm 27. that talks about wait for the Lord, be strong and courageous, wait for the Lord. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> I'll be back probably sometime next week asking the same thing and you'll probably give me the same answer. But you know, just uh, because it because we think be, if it's not producing revenue, right, that we're, that maybe that's not what we're supposed to be doing because that's what so many people tell us is like, oh, go, you know. Like, but well, that's what, because what's you're the- looking at, but that's because people are usually only telling a part of the story. Mm-hmm. So it's perception. Mm-hmm. You don't know all the months or the years mm-hmm. that someone wasn't paying themselves anything. Like mm-hmm. people who show up in Kingdom Driven, LLC land now and see me speaking on stages, see books selling a bunch and all these things. And like, oh my gosh, it looks like, no, 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 no. You can go back, go listen to podcast episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way to like a hundred and something. Mm-hmm. You'll see that there was a process. So like my stuff's documented, you'll know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my stuff's documented. But in most cases, you don't hear that. You don't see that. And so as a result, you get this weird perspective because of the comparison thing Mm -hmm. that you're not producing fruit. But quite honestly, that's why I'm like, we at the kingdom definition of success, we have to look at things differently. Am I being faithful and obedient? Mm -hmm. Am I, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Then I'm already a success. I I am, I'm already a success walking this thing out. And the fruit of that is going to look different. It's going to come at different seasons, different times, different ways. But my mindset through the whole process and still to this day is as long as I can see, as long as I can still see God, I'm here. Like, mm-hmm. as I, if I can see God in this thing, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And so during the craziest seasons, during that two and a half, three years, we had to sell our personal house. I talked about that story in Grace mm-hmm. Over Brian. I mean, even in those situations that were hard, that mm-hmm. felt like really like 
uh, sacrifices they didn't want to have to make Mm -hmm. and those types of things, I always saw God in the midst of it. Mm -hmm. Always. So I could just, so it's like, as always, I was looking for him and I could see him. I'm like, okay, I'm good. So I know that I'm going to keep walking this out, but there was always fruit. It's just that how do we define fruit? Mm -hmm. How much do we have to have in order for right. people to feel like this is, you know, worthy of continuing in our time? Yeah. If God is still in it and that's the assignment, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. I now, love I that. will also, ba- can I balance this out? Because mm-hmm. some people, some people, it is the assignment they're supposed to be doing, but there may be a season. The wisdom of God in that matter would be, I want you to keep doing this thing over here while you're doing this thing. Mm-hmm. And so some people will forego because they don't, the perception of what it looks mm-hmm. like. If I, mm-hmm. Oh, what if I go in and got that part-time job? What mm-hmm. if, Oh, how is it going to look if, you know, I said I'm doing full-time entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and I'm going mm-hmm. to do this or whatever. And then we allow our concerns about other people's perspectives to keep us from doing the thing that God is leading you to do. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. leading you to do the secondary income or this other thing. Who cares yeah. what anyone thinks? Yeah. Because he knows that that's what he's going to use. That's the vehicle he's going to use for you to continue to grow over here. Mm -hmm. So it's like everyone has to be, if you're led of the Lord, you're going to be all right. Exactly. I wanted to go back to my other stuff. I'm like, Lord, you know, I know how to do this. I can do this while I'm doing this. He's like, (laughs) I want you to focus. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said that, Shay, because that's where I am. Like my husband and I were talking the other day about how, And he actually led the conversation, which I thought was really amazing. But he said, you know, Brie, you've always been really good at working and I've always been good at resting. And he said, and I think we need to switch. He said, I think you need to get better at resting and I need to get better at working. And I love that he was able to make that assessment because he's absolutely right. Like for me, you know, I think about the fight, flight or or freeze response. If, if, If I see our account is low, my normal response, okay, I need to get a job. I need to do, and God is like, no, I don't need your help. And he, he told me at the end of 2018, I think it was, because I had another business called Brands by Brie. And so we were doing logos, websites. Um, we had stopped doing social media management because I didn't have the grace for that anymore. I was like, you know, <laughs> no, because I don't want to put, put out poor quality. And then people are like, oh, well, it's fine. I'll just, I'll just say we, we no longer offer that service. And so the business was really growing. And it's just like what you said, though, things just stopped all of a sudden. I mean, when I tell you we were not marketing for the business at all and every month had consistent clients and then all of a sudden we didn't. And God, in that situation, he said, you know, Brie, you think you're providing for your family's needs. Because I was like, God, you know, I'm out here, I'm getting the clients and I'm, and he said, okay, <laughs> you're not getting, you, you clearly have a distorted view of this. So I'm going to, how about you just don't work anymore? And where I once found really I was so passionate about the work that I was doing. It just became like a dry spell and I couldn't get excited about building out websites or creating content or whatever the case may be. And it's literally like he hardened my heart towards work almost. And so I said, okay, well, you know, if I'm not working, then what are we going to do? And he said, do you see this husband you have? Like, it's it's his turn to pick it up. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, You know, what does that look like? And I think, I've even developed so much more, so much of a greater appreciation for my husband because he has been working so that I can build this thing. Like you said, from the outside in is not producing 
revenue, but it is producing good fruit. And God knows me because every time I'm like, no, Lord, I'm done. Got someone, someone will email me. I just listened to your podcast. Oh my gosh, it's changed my life. Or someone will say, I just read your book or, you know, or I'll get one t-shirt sale or whatever the case may be. And the reason why, cause my, my dad has always said, he said, Brie, if you can sell one t-shirt, you can sell a thousand. And <laughs> so, you know, God will just give me these little nuggets. Little, and like, okay. right, the, the yeah, he's like, people do care. People do care. And like you said, I love that you said, as long as I can see God, you know, this is where I'm going to be because, and, and this is the grind side of it, right? Some people pursue things that look good on the outside, but God is actually not involved in them. And what's right. so interesting is this is where assignments come in, right? Because like, if I decided to go back to brands by breed, building websites, social media, all that, and it went like it went off, right? And people were just buying stuff left and right. People were looking at me like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. How'd you do that? And then take it to the nth degree and say, this is how you can build a business with, you know, that kind of thing. If that's not where God called me to meet, be, then I'm making this counterfeit. And then I'm also making other people a part of that counterfeit. And they have no idea what they're attaching themselves to, right? And so it does take faith to say, God, this is where you call me. I don't know why. And and like you said, even from a working a, a job, a regular job, a regular nine to five, where you say, God, I know I was made for more than this, right? Like I, I, I'm tired of showing up to the same job. I'm so, tired of answering the phone and saying, yes, this is, you know, FedEx. How can I help you? I know I should be on stages, whatever the case may be, but trusting that if God's saying stay, that there's a reason why he has me staying. That's right. That's right. And you'll want to be faithful while you're there and steward that. If that's where God has you, then you want to steward that while you're there, while you're studying. I mean, I know what it was like to, to work a full-time job and do a business on the side. I was always doing a business on the side. Almost from the day I start my, my full-time job, I finished college in 99, started my uh, career as a software engineer. And I think less than a year into that job, I already was doing business on the side. So like, so that means that I was doing business on the side for all 10 of like 10 out of almost 11 years of working a corporate job. But it was always, I was always with the attitude that I'm going to steward this job well. And I'm even going to progress in this position if I, you know, as much as I can, but not to the point where it's, where it's like, if this is too much for me mm -hmm. not to be able to do the other mm -hmm. things, because I sense that there's a transition happening. Mm -hmm. And I did that. Now God kicked me out of my job though. Mm -hmm. So the way I left my job is not how I would recommend other people leave their job. <laughs> God kicked you out like that, you know, you, you know, whatever, but yeah. yeah, I think there's a really great wise way of making a yes, change. Yes, there is kicks you out <laughs> and then you like i don't Got really i can't here. really give you a roadmap because yeah. and it's funny you say that because i've met so many people who said oh yes you know i felt like i was calling me out so i built up my savings for a year and then i took that leap and i'm like i mean it is a leap technically but your leap and my leap look a lot different <laughs> because different. i like i don't have a savings account and it, i had a similar situation i i passed out in my car when i was eight months pregnant with Jaden and that was, I remember I remember going into the office and my boss was like so what you want to do because you like because you passing out in the car yeah she was like we can't have this you're about to have this baby anyway she said do you just want to leave and I was like I mean oh 
this is not how I wanted to go, but... <laughs> and aren't y'all going to pay for my maternity leave? Exactly. <laughs> but God was like, okay. And gr- and even that was such a blessing because my husband had paid paternity leave, which I had Oh, good. In yeah. like three months, I think, of paid paternity leave. Yeah. So that was amazing. But again, it went back to that grind. God was like, okay, you're done because... And he has since shown me, you know, you talk about the, the lessons we learned along the way. He said, Bree, I need you to understand that your identity is not tied to your income. Yes. You know, if you make $100,000 or $1 or $0, like that doesn't, I don't love you anymore or any less because you're making money or not making money. And I think yes. that a lot of us who are, you know, achievement driven and, 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 and accolades driven and, you know, typically the people that did really well in school and were at top of our class, you know, it's just, you like, wait, so you just love me? Right. God? Like you just love me. And he's, and I don't have to prove, I don't have to prove to you. Yeah. And I don't have to prove to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting shift to have to make, but, and a lot of, a lot of uh, business owners were that type. Mm-hmm. You've got the business owners who were like, no, I was a school flunky. I barely finished high school and I just built <laughs> a career, but I have met more business mm-hmm. owners who were just really driven, yeah. achievement oriented, performance driven. Like I was, mm-hmm. I've met a lot of folks that were just like me, but it yeah. took, it really took, it really took uh, a, series of encounters with God mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. into a healthy sense of identity mm-hmm. to not need that stuff. Yeah. Those are good things. Right. They're great things, you know, and I want all the things that God has for me in, mm-hmm. in, in those areas, but I don't, I'm not moved by them. You right. Know? Yeah. And I think and the beauty in that, I think the beauty in that also is that, and I'm sure you could say this about your business and where it is now is that if God were to say, okay, you're done. Like we're moving on to something else. You say, okay, God, cause it's, we haven't, we didn't know where we were going prior to this. Yeah. So, you know, you, it's, it just, it just becomes a tr- more of a trust and, and really like a father daughter relationship where dad says, okay, we're, you know, we're going somewhere else or we're moving or whatever. And yeah. you say, okay, I don't really know where we're going, it's but an I'm adventure. a few things. Right. And yeah. There's just so much more peace in that. And so that's really a good transition because I was going to, there was one of your podcast episodes I listened to, I think it was towards the end of last year. And you were talking about that there was something you'd been doing in your business. And you said, you know, I just, the grace is gone. Like I used to be able to do it with no issue and now the grace is gone. And so share a little bit about that. Because again, I think what so many people struggle with is knowing that God told them to do something. And so when it feels like he's calling them to do something else, or it feels like they're not enjoying it anymore, all of a sudden they're like, but why would God give me that if he didn't want me to do it anymore? So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. And so I'm experiencing that in so many different ways. So, um, and I'm not sure which podcast episode you're talking about because I've experienced this in so many different ways, Mm -hmm. but in the, a lot of times, uh, this is a really good example because I'm going to give you kind of where I am now. Okay. So for example, so right now I am the CEO of record of this organization. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have the grace for it, growing it, got a great team, all of those things. But God's already shown me that in a few years, I won't be the CEO. Mm-hmm. I'll still be very involved. I'll still be very involved, very connected to what's going on, but not necessarily the CEO. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I've experienced this in all various, from the beginning of having particular roles that I was doing. And then it's like, I can't seem to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't have the grace for that anymore. Okay. That's because God's shifting me to do this aspect and to hire somebody Mm -hmm. to do this aspect. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've experienced this in every single way. And right now it's just like, I'm going to be the absolute best CEO I can be. I'm going to allow God to grow me in this area. I'm going to allow him to show me how to help cultivate people you know, on the team, et cetera, mm-hmm. and transition for whatever he's doing or whatever. But it, but that's just the way it is. It doesn't mean that it's not the assignment, mm-hmm. but God shifts things all the time. Mm-hmm. Some, I've had shifts where it was a business that I was doing where it was just, I was supposed to stop doing the whole business, mm-hmm. right? I've, I've had those. I've also had, since doing Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, no, you are very much supposed to be here, mm-hmm. but I need you to shift here or there might be a program we're doing and a particular way we're doing it's like Mm -hmm. it's not the season for doing it that way anymore Mm -hmm. it's time to pivot so i experience this on a regular basis every year there's some kind of shift that needs to take place Mm -hmm. in some way stretch some new thing that should needs to be shifted that Mm -hmm. way i mean Mm -hmm. that's that's just the nature of this thing it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you're not supposed to be doing it. It does. It's just we we're building capacity, and if we're doing mm-hmm. this thing with God, then we should be continuing to build capacity for the things that He has for us, and for what He has for the thing that He's put on your heart to do, the business as a whole. So mm-hmm. I'd be doing a disservice to the movement of a, as a whole if I stayed doing the types of things here that mm-hmm. are no longer the things I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not only I. Because this thing, if I'm the leader of the thing, it can only go so far as I'm willing to follow God. Right. As soon as I stop, as soon as I feel like I need to park somewhere because I'm unwilling or whatever to shift to where God has, it's, there's mm-hmm. a lid on it. It can mm-hmm. only go so far as I'm willing to follow God and to mm-hmm. build capacity for what he has for the, for the next thing of what it is. So everyone experiences this in some kind of way, in some aspect. You know, even in your personal life, you'll experience these things. Mm -hmm. You might have grace for a season to be uh, homeschooling your kids. And then there might be a season where the Lord's like, go on, put that kid in private school. And you're like, no, Lord, because I was going to homeschool forever. The Lord's like, (laughs) put that baby in public school for for a year, for a Mm -hmm. year. And so, so we have, we have to just be willing to just follow God. Mm-hmm. And when we are, that's how we can experience his best. And sometimes we don't know what's on the other side of that. We often don't know what's on the other side of that, but that's okay. Yeah. Because we know that he already knows our end from the beginning. And if we trust him, then we can just, I, that's why I call it an adventure. I'm like, this is a wild and crazy mm-hmm. and amazing mm-hmm. adventure. I'm just going to keep going on it for the rest of my life. That's mm-hmm. just, that's just it. Yeah. And it is just that. Does it mean everything's going to always work out the way you think it's going to work out? No, because it won't. Right. But that doesn't take away from the adventure. And yeah. anything, this is the thing. Nothing's ever wasted in the kingdom of God. Ever, ever, ever. Nothing is ever wasted. So whatever was lost can be restored. Whatever is messed up can be redeemed. His restoration is better than it was before, before it was, you know, when it was originally. So, and, and, and any mess can then ultimately be used for the benefit of others to keep them from a mess. So basically Absolutely. there's nothing ever wasted in the kingdom of God, kingdom of God. So if you just flow with him, ultimately, you know, you're going, you're going to be all right. Yeah. And I think that helps to remove the fear because I think being flexible also gives you that firm understanding that this whole thing is God's anyway. Right. I think the inability to be flexible shows 
more often than not a distorted view that you are the owner or that you right. are the CEO or whatever the case may be. But right. like you know, in, it's in control, <laughs> right? It's stewardship. Right. And so, yeah. In the same way, if God says, go give that person $5 and you're like, oh no, Lord, like I need that. He said, okay, wait, Right. This Who's is not source? even your money, right? right. You know, you think about your daughters. If you give your oldest daughter some money and say, go give it to your sister. And she's like, no, mom, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. You're not going to give my money to. Yes. And then at those, at those points, it's literally like the parable of the talents. That's when stuff gets taken away. Cause it's like, okay, well you were supposed to just be a resource, right? You weren't yes. supposed to be. A, and, and I always think about water and the difference between a swamp and a river is like, okay, well, a river is flowing, a swamp is stagnant, and so bacteria grows, all these, you know, there's yeah. just, it's just not, a, it's not a healthy place. And that's right. So my prayer is like, okay, God, you know, I, if stuff is supposed to flow through me, let it flow through me. And then I have to have trust that what's supposed to flow to me is going to flow to me. But even then, it's still so it can flow through me, even if it flows in as, information and flows out as money or flows in as money and then flows out as information you know there should just be this cycle and as you were talking it just made me think of organisms in life like if if you're stagnant you're not alive you're dead so that's right it should be exciting when you feel god pushing you in a different direction because you're like okay yes i mean it's a stretch god's still here right? right like it's a stretch and it doesn't always feel great or whatever but i mean i i'm so i'm so convinced at this point, like there's no, I mean, I'm a redeemed control freak. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but I am completely convinced that walking this thing out with God, even when I trip up sometimes is infinitely better than just making my own plans, doing my own thing and just operating primarily in my own strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, there's no, there's no comparison. Mm-hmm. There's no comparison at all. When you were talking about this, you know, being a flow through, I like to look at it. I love that example. And the other thing that I look at is like being a distribution center. So mm-hmm. if you think about the model of, of like you're like a warehouse mm-hmm. and then everything's, you know, there's things that are stored there, but the, but the reason that they're there is because there's all these stores that things that are in that, that mm-hmm. warehouse mm-hmm. have to go out to. Right. Mm. And so if we allow ourselves to be distribution centers in the kingdom of God, then that means that resources can always be coming to us. And as soon Mm -hmm. as God calls for something, as soon as God calls for something, we can easily release it, Mm. always release it. And so there's always going to be things coming to us and there's always going to be things going out. Some things are things that we're going to keep and we're going to steward. Some things are just going to go right out the door. Mm -hmm. Some things you barely touched it before it went out. Like we, we just pulled the box off the truck. And then we turned around and handed yep. the box. <laughs> yep, to somebody else, put it, somebody loading else. it on a different truck. Yep, absolutely. But being willing to do that, because that's part of capacity building too. And if we have, if we build our capacity to be willing mm-hmm. vessels, to willing distribution centers, willing flowing rivers, as she, as mm-hmm. she said, mm-hmm. then God, it's like, then there's no limit to what God can do in you and through you as a vessel. Mm-hmm. So if we take this mindset of being stewards of the things that are our assignments, uh, purpose, and all of those mm-hmm. things, that it's a stewardship as opposed to an ownership, mm-hmm. we'll have a much better experience. I agree. I agree. So just a couple more questions, sure. but um, I, at Black Girls of Purpose, you know, we're, we're, we're all about creating community and places for people to connect. And so one of the things that I 
have admired so much about your business since I've watched you guys since reading your book. And again, I'm like, Lord, I don't even know. It's just one of those Holy Spirit things because it might have been just popped up on Amazon or whatever. But (laughs) I love the way that you are so strategic about growing your team. And I know that that's because you're led by Holy Spirit. But how do you... Like, who was the first person that you hired? And I think you've talked about this on your podcast. And But how do you overcome that fear, right? Because I think, especially for people who are controlling, there's that, like, okay, so I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> right. Because someone else is Someone doing else is going to do it. Yeah. yeah. How do you navigate that? And, okay, and- so the very first hire so like i said we had a i had a co-founder so mm-hmm. it was the two of us and we were pretty much sharing all the basically everything that needed to be done mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we very quickly brought on an administrative assistant mm-hmm. to take care because that was like the easiest fast thing to do where there were mm-hmm. some things that were just like this is this is ridiculous like we should have someone helping us out in those mm-hmm. areas so that was the first hire and it was an easy hire to make mm-hmm. but it was and then when antonina left it was just me and the administrative assistant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is, this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. And one of, the things, one of the things that I did, I still do this to this day, never change, is I keep, I maintain this uh, a spreadsheet or this document really that's, that says this. These are all the things that I do. Mm-hmm. These are the things that I do well and are really the best use of skills, talents, abilities, mm. and impact for what we do. These things I'm good at, but I really don't have any business doing them. Mm-hmm. These things mm-hmm. I'm not even good at. I'm just doing them because I just, I, I'm because I, ha- I feel like I, I have to. to. Right. And, and really legitimately needed to because revenue mm-hmm. was just like, so, so exactly. I always maintain that list. And then I had this other list that was, if this was ideal, if I was operating in an ideal organization, these are the positions that I would have. And then mm. I prioritize them. And so as soon as I'd have the ability to make it, it was always an, it was always a, a step in faith mm. though. Mm-hmm. Every, every net eat added team member, especially from an operational standpoint is a step in faith. Mm-hmm. So, but I would prioritize, you know, what the needs are. And I just believe God that he was going to reveal the right people at the right time. Mm-hmm. And so I still, to this day, maintain that list. I know who, and I have a COO now. If she's mm-hmm. got the list, we got the list, we go over the list, right? Yes. It's like, we yeah. know who the next, we know what the next role is going to be that we're mm-hmm. going to hire. We know what mm-hmm. the next three roles are that we need to hire. Mm-hmm. But the decision was made very early that I can't do this all on my own. Right. Again, you're talking about capacity. It will, yes. it will not grow any further than where you're willing to grow. Mm-hmm. And so if you have to hold everything, you're not, unless your business is set up in a way that that's just the way it is. It's just mm-hmm. have like you and an assistant and run your whole business. Mm-hmm. And some businesses mm-hmm. are like that, by the way, yeah. but a lot of businesses are not. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so you can't do it all. And mm-hmm. so I have found that that very practical thing of maintaining these two lists of this is all the things I'm doing and then categorizing where those things are, help me to identify which things I should just stop doing. I don't have the money to hire anyone, but I actually mm-hmm. should just stop doing these things. Just yeah. stop. I just don't need to do them. Or I need to bring in somebody right away to help me just, even if I start the person five hours a month. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Some people, they, I had someone working five hours a month for over a year. Like I couldn't really? her anymore. Wow. But just that five hours, we, we way underestimate the power of having someone take a task from us that 
we're thinking, oh, that's only going to save me five hours, but it doesn't save you five Mm -hmm. hours. It saves you way more than that Mm -hmm. because that person's only focused on that task. You had to shift your whole Mm -hmm. mindset to do something you don't even enjoy, maybe, Mm -hmm. and maybe aren't even good at to do. Mm-hmm. And then to shift your mind back to the stuff that you are mm-hmm. doing, you have wasted so much time. Mm-hmm. So I'm always astounded. Even to this day, I'm still astounded every time. Like I hand stuff over and I realize how fast they were. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I, that took me way longer when I had to do it because I had to switch gears. Mm-hmm. And so even the small investment, you can start mm-hmm. small. And the way things are now, like you can hire people for, I mean, there's, mm-hmm. I mean, she was an assistant for multiple people. It's mm-hmm. not like she had to only be the assistant for me. Her business mm-hmm. model was I'm assistant for multiple people. Wow. Yeah. So it was no big deal to her that it was only five hours a week to uh, five mm-hmm. hours a month to start mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. 10 hours a month and then mm-hmm. 15 hours a month. But we grew as we could. Yeah. As we could expand her hours, then we would invest more, but we weren't, yeah. I wasn't willing to say, I'm going to wait until I can pay somebody, mm-hmm. you know, for 10 hours a week before I get some help. No, I need help now because that's going to go. We won't reach that place. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think we just have to kind of get out of our way. Mm -hmm. And then from a strategic planning perspective, if we think about those things and really just evaluate honestly, Mm -hmm. those things, um, it's way better. I mean, I have a computer science degree, so you can imagine that all the tech stuff is so easy for me to do. So Mm -hmm. it's very easy to hold on to forever. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause it's like, Oh, I can just do these things and I'm fast. Mm -hmm. I can just do this. But I mean, I just, just last, what, two weeks got to the point where my COO convinced me that I don't need to log on to Active Campaign again. I don't mm-hmm. need to log on to WordPress again. And she's wow. like, she'd been trying to convince me of that for a while. Mm-hmm. She just finally convinced me of that two weeks ago. Wow. But it was like, there was like that remain thing. Well, I'm good at tech. I'm fast. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me just as long to type this stuff up mm-hmm. and then have yeah, you do it or what? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. It doesn't matter. Your, your mind go somewhere else when you go mm-hmm. there and then you start thinking about other stuff. Then you start working on other web pages. It's true. And you're doing this and then you're all up in my business when I'm supposed to be doing this. And now you're all up in my stuff. <laughs> so it's a true. And I, yeah. I'm, still, I'm still growing in it, but I got to tell you, every time I release stuff, it's, mm-hmm. it is, it is just freedom. Mm-hmm. It really is. So if you're mm-hmm. in that space where you're just trying to do all the things, stop trying to do all the things. Mm-hmm. You can't do all the things and you're not yeah. going to grow doing all the things. Yeah. And it still ties back to surrender, right? And trusting God, not the person you're hiring, but trusting God. Because if you are entering into the hiring season prayerfully and saying, God, who is it that can help me? You know, and he'll bring people you're not even expecting. Which oh, I think yeah. is so neat. All the time. Like I All sent out time. an email and I said, hey, and, and I love that you said administrative assistant because I sent an email. I said, y'all, I need some help with from somebody to help me with these with emails, just with emails. Like if you could just answer some emails for me and send out some emails, we would be in a great place. And yes. then one of my email subscribers emailed me back. She said, okay, you know, tell me when you need I'm just thinking like, what? You know, but God said, you asked, did you not expect a response? But yeah. that was why I, I had to force myself to send the email because again, not worrying about perception of like, yes, girl, it shouldn't take you. You shouldn't be asking for- Forget not understand that. how much time I spend in my inbox that I could be yes. spending working on the creative side of things. That's so, right. But that you in, in what you said, which is a good transition to my next question. Um, I think it's really important to have people in your community, in your circle, on your staff, on your team that can point out blind spots, but also point out growth opportunities and, and, and be able to have a re- close enough relationship with you to be able to convince you of like, no girl for real. Like, 
Yes. I'm telling you, if you just let this go or you move past this, it's going to be so good. So how, how has your community just even be, and I know you have the igniters community, but how has your community, your staff, how have they helped you to grow, not just from a professional standpoint, but personally? Well, that's a great question. And I think in many ways, because if I'm, I, I've always told anyone on my team that, you know, don't have me out here looking crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I teach. If you ever see something that's out of alignment with something that I teach, mm-hmm. I'm, giving, I'm giving you the space. Like I'm giving you the space in my life to come to me and ask me about it. Mm-hmm. Say something. Like don't have me out here not even realizing myself, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, my husband's really good at that too, right? But I mean, but I was like, I, always, I gave them permission up front mm-hmm. to, 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 I opened that door for them. Mm-hmm. And so, and they know that I mean it. I don't, I won't, cause I won't say it if I don't, if I don't mean it, I won't say it. I'll wait till I mean it before I say it. And I meant that thing. And so because I gave them permission, some of them took a while to like, especially like I see, yo, I had to, tri- I like, I had to keep reiterating to her, I want you to own this thing because I'm only going to grow. You have ideas and there's things that you're holding back that you know would be helpful for me to do mm-hmm. that'll make your job easier or make this better. And I want you to own this and tell me. And it took a while. It took a while. But eventually she did because she started off at an administrative position. So her mindset was, I'm here to help Shay. So if mm-hmm. Shay asked me to do something, I'll go do it. And then when she transitioned to operations and then I made her COO, I'm like, no, 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 you are not administrative anymore. Mm -hmm. Like you're an executive. So I need you to say to me, I need you to own this thing. It took a year. It took a year. I was like, I need you to own this thing and say, this isn't working, Shay. Let's, I've been praying about X, Y, and Z. And here's what I believe that I'm here. So I, so it's been so helpful for me to grow to be by giving people space mm-hmm. to either challenge me or to um, or just to share their thoughts with me. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be a challenge, but just to share your thoughts with me because I always want to continue to be growing and I want to be able to steward this well and I want to steward even mentorship and leading mm-hmm. them well. I want to be, you know what I'm saying? And so I just, I just feel like if you give people that space, the other thing I do is, is I have a very scattered team. None of us, I mean, I'm the only, there's two of us that live in Florida, but she's like way up North Florida. I'm way down mm-hmm. South Florida. Mm-hmm. Having time together is super duper important. Mm-hmm. So I make the investment to make sure that we are all in the same room um, mm-hmm. at least once a year, usually twice a year so that we can all be together. It's not mm-hmm. for planning. It's for just being mm-hmm. together. We're not doing strategic planning for Kingdom Driven. No, Mm -hmm. I have an operations team. We do that stuff all the time. When I bring the team together, it's just, let's just be. Let's see Mm -hmm. what God's saying. Let's let's see what God's saying with each of you individually and what Mm -hmm. you've got going on. Like, that's what we focus our time on. So we're trying to build family so that Mm -hmm. then we have that space in each other's lives because Mm -hmm. we've built family, not Mm -hmm. hierarchy and weird stuff, right? Mm -hmm. We've built family. And so that... By doing that, it has created an atmosphere that allows me to continue to grow mm-hmm. and to thrive and allows them to grow and thrive as well. That's been really yeah. key for us. Create yeah. family, create a family dynamic, have a team culture, mm-hmm. and get to know one another as people and give people space to talk to you. And I think if you continue to build with that model, you won't, will never find yourself struggling to build your team or build the business because when people care... 
when people like uh one of my our old pastor in new orleans he said people don't care what you know until they know that you care yeah it's so true if you are shoving information down people's it's the same thing with you know bringing customers into your business that's why people why podcasts exist and all these things that are like lead uh, nurturers and that kind of thing it's like we you really have to establish a relationship with a person but when you do it, it, it comes to a point where it doesn't matter how many products you launch they're they want to be involved because they say you yeah. know what i know shay i know her character i know her team's character and so i'm willing to invest in this again and again and again because i've right. seen what it's done for me so far and then it gets to a point where they say you know i'm not even looking for a return on investment in terms of okay i'm gonna buy this and i want to make this much money because i bought this program they're just like this feels like sowing a seed and so i'm confident that does happen yeah they're just like okay i don't even know what this does or maybe i'm gonna gift it to somebody else you know what but that's that's the kind of relationship you want to build with people yeah. not foolish decisions with with their money but they're, they're saying you know what god this is good soil. And so yeah. I feel we have, like we have lots of those stories. Like, Which is we amazing. Have stories. Yeah. Which we is have, amazing. We, we have people who will, uh, will send us a couple hundred dollars a month. They're not even buying a product. Mm-hmm. They're just sending money. They're just saying, I just, I just want to sow towards what you're doing. Mm-hmm. We had someone who was just like, the Lord put on my heart to, like, to pay $3,500, but I can't even seem to make the math work. Mm. on the stuff that you've got. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what I need. I don't even really know what you got. What do you have? Mm. It was like, he wow. didn't even know what did we have? What was he <laughs> eligible for? Like nothing. Yeah. But he's like, you know, and now he's in our Igniter's mentoring, but it's like, mm. Igniter's mentoring doesn't cost $3,500, right? So it was just like, but that's what the Lord put on his heart mm. to do. And so that's what he did. We have mm. I got so many stories like that. Mm. That's, that's so true. People will, people will actually so because the Lord puts it on their heart to do, mm-hmm. or because they're just simply like, listen, I just, I, I just want to keep seeing you do more of what you're mm-hmm. doing. And I've already bought all your stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, so here, just take this yeah. or I'll just buy more books and right. give them out. You have people who buy 10 books at a time and then they just gift them to people yeah. and you know, whatever. So yeah, you, you get that type of thing sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? And I know I've done that with other businesses. You know, there's some people will I'll buy what they've got because I just believe so much in what they're doing that right. I'm like, I didn't even use the product. Mm-hmm. I just want I just, I just wanted to buy it. Yeah. So I, I wanted to be a part of what you're doing. I wanted to be yeah. another person that says, yeah, keep going, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. And, and when you've been on that end of, of looking, you know, launching the product and not getting even one yeah. email, you, you, you do get to a place where you say, you know what, God? Like you said, I just want to encourage them, not just with my words, but with my actions. Like scripture talks yes. about not just loving in word, but in action and in deed. And so that's I it. Think that's absolutely amazing. But I do um, not so walk I, in an expectation that people need to do that. Right. They, right. <laughs> like, you know, I don't operate like that. Good if to say. Good to say. Gifts, yes. praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. But don't just, yes. Still be instru- in- intentional and strategic. I'm going to tell you why I said it. I'm going to tell you why I said it. Because I... <laughs> Too many people, and I'm talking, this is Black Girls with Purpose podcast, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be real, 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 real with you. Yes. In my Facebook feed, I will see my sisters saying mm-hmm. things in their feed like, why, you know, I had a, complaining, like I had a book 
whatever. And like, and nobody supported my book by buying it. Like they weren't even focused on like, this is the book and who I wrote it for. Mm -hmm. And so let me get in front of the people who actually need the message within this book. No, they had this expectation that all these, all these people should just buy their stuff just because mm -hmm. they should because. be supporting it. No, you're a business owner. You have yeah. a service and you have an audience to serve. So mm -hmm. find who's that audience, go serve that audience and don't spend a minute complaining mm -hmm. with people who are not your audience don't pay and have an expectation. Mm -hmm. Now Mama Shea showed up and have an expectation that they should be supported. Mm -hmm. No, you are a business owner. If they support you, then that's a bonus, praise God, but you yeah. do not build a business off of the support of people and then being upset mm -hmm. when people don't support you, when they weren't yeah. even your, they weren't even your uh, audience to begin with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I see a lot of it, Brie. I see a lot of it. And people are like, uh, like upset. Mm -hmm. Like upset. No, no, no. Focus on who is your, who is your, mm -hmm. who is, who is this for? Go get in front of them. Right. And then I think that also helps you to not be self-righteous. <laughs> I love the pro the Proverbs that says, let others praise you and not your own lips. Like you don't need to be worried about, well, I'm out here doing this <laughs> amazing stuff. Like where, where are my accolades, you know? And, but it goes back to what we talked about at the very beginning. If you are operating in your assignment, then pe if people support you, fantastic. If they don't, you're not because it's literally living for an audience of one and you have the faith that says, God, I have done everything that I know to do. And so I can, I just believe that I'm continuing to sow seeds and I'm watering the seeds and that that's the right. The harvest comes like I'm going to be ready and you're continuing to develop me into the type of person who can handle it when it comes. And, um, and this is really a great place to, to end, but I watched this sermon a few years ago by Christine Kane, and she was talking about anointing versus gifting. And yeah. she said, if you are anointed by God, you don't have to worry about being approved by man. And you don't have to worry about being discovered by man. And so if you, and I, you know, this, this speaks to literally your, your, your business is called the kingdom driven entrepreneur. Like if you are driven by kingdom work, then you don't have to worry about hustling, grinding, struggling. You're going to be strategic, right? And I love that you said that because it's not, we're not saying, okay, just throw it on the wall and God's going to bless it. You do have to be strategic, but even your strategy comes in prayer. And if you're continuing to execute the strategy as led by Holy Spirit, even when things don't look the way that they, you thought they would, or the outcome isn't what you expected, you have the peace that says, God, I want to be where you are this is still where you are. I'm looking for your presence and I still see your presence. And so I'm going to be faithful with this. And I'm going to believe that what your word says that he who is faithful over a few things will be ruler over many things. And so, you know, I think it's just so amazing that the work that you're doing and I love the people whose lives you're impacting. And I talked to a woman a couple of weeks ago and found out that she's a part of your Igniter's community. Oh, she's nice. Like a, she's in a, a sponsorship class that I just finished. And she said, oh yeah, well, I found out. And so, you know, I know that you are, you are truly impacting the kingdom of God. And I love that you have shown people that you can impact the kingdom, not just behind the pulpit. Cause I think that that's something that people struggle with too. Yeah. And so I would love for you to share with our listeners how they can stay connected with you, the program that you offer, uh, what you feel like is a good first step with people, right? Talking about that nurturing. So not say, okay, I'm going to offer you our most expensive thing. <laughs> right. but, you know, if yeah. you want to get to know more about me first, obviously I would say listening to your podcast, but what yeah. are the other ways that people can connect with you? Yeah. Well, if you go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com, 
you're going to run into all the things, right? So we've got our podcast, which I do think is a really great place to start to get a sense of, you know, being inspired to do business and partnership mm-hmm. with God. But if you want to do the basics, like learn, like, practically how to walk this out. We actually have a course called Firestarter School and it is available at the price of your choice. So people have paid 50 cents for it. People have paid $500 for it and a bunch of people paid a bunch of stuff in between. Mm -hmm. So it's really available at your own choice, but it takes you, but I think it's the best starting point in terms of connecting with the practical steps of learning how to shift to the countercultural ways of the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and partnering with God in your business. And so when you go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com and you click on courses, you'll see one that's called Firestarter School. And I think that's a fantastic place to start because it's very low barrier to entry, if you, you know, but pay as you're led and get started. I think it's a great place to start. But if you want just like an ongoing inspiration, on what this can look like for you in business, then I would definitely hop on the podcast. You can subscribe on any of your favorite podcast uh, players or listen to it on our website. Great. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on and just sharing your story. And I know that I've been encouraged just listening to you. And uh, I'm excited to see how God continues to grow your business because every time I look up, y'all are doing something new. And But not from a, you know how sometimes people are doing new stuff and you're like, okay, what happened to the last <laughs> thing? You know, where it seems like they're doing because they don't have any direction. Right. Because I know you're spirit led. It's exciting to see the new developments that God yeah. um, is just bringing up. Uh, bringing to fruition um, in your business. And so again, I just appreciate you for taking the time to talk to our listeners, to talk to me. And I'm excited about uh, everything that God is doing. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, Bri. I appreciate it. Thank you.